Welcome, everybody, to the Patrick Carr Show. You know, if I asked all of you this question, would you rather be rich or would you rather be poor? I know that everybody would say, of course, I'd rather have money, Patrick. Uh, Would you rather have an amazing family or would you rather have one that is dysfunctional? Of course, you would choose the first option. So we all don't have a lack of vision. What we have is a lack of execution. We all want great things out of our life. We all want a most purposeful life that we can possibly have. So what prevents us from achieving that? And the answer is simply excuses. And today what I want to do is I want to break down those excuses for you. As you begin your week, what I want to do is I want to give you permission, and that's right, permission, not to have those excuses anymore. See, excuses are those things that you tell yourself. They're the stories in your head that prevent you from achieving what you want, and they relegate you to mediocrity. And so if we're going to have the most productive, most purposeful version of ourselves, we have to get rid of them. And so I want to dive into the excuses today that you are telling yourself that we need to throw out the window this week so that you can achieve what we all know we were born to do. And that's the first thing. You have a story that you've begun to tell yourself. You've told it over 10, 20, 30, 50 years, depending on who you are. And that story has begun to form who you are as a man or a woman. It is the thoughts that you have in your head. It is when you have a problem. It's the first thing that pops into your mind, how you're going to deal with it. It's when you have something that happens in your life that pushes back on you. That story that you've begun to tell yourself forms how you're going to react to the situation. I give you an example. You know, if your boss comes to you and says, hey, listen, I need you to put together this spreadsheet. For some of you, that would be great. What an opportunity to show what I'm great at. For others of you, it would be the worst thing that could possibly happen because you're not any good at stuff like that. You've told yourself that story. If it was math, some of you would say, I'm terrible at it, even though you maybe haven't done a difficult math problem in 10 or 20 years. We see this all the time when it comes to video. My company, Blue Collar Media Group, will go out to film, and we'll have certain people in a company that we'd like to get a comment from or we'd like to talk to. And when we tell them that we'd like to get something on camera, they immediately freeze up. No, 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 that's not me. You don't understand. That's them over there. That's That's those people. And in the process of that, what we've come to understand is there's no difference between that person and the person they're pointing at. The only difference is the story that they have told themselves. And that story prevents them from achieving new things. It prevents them from getting on that camera. It prevents them from formulating new ideas or from branding their personal brand or doing things that they're uncomfortable with because they have this story in their head that that relegates them to who they are currently right now. If you want to change your life, you have to change the voice inside of your head. You have to say, I am good at math. I am proficient in putting together a spreadsheet. I can be good on camera. And for many of you, that comes with your own self-worth. It comes from believing in who you could be better than what you are today. And so whatever it is, the excuse that you are telling yourself, it all starts with the story that you have built in your head. Every single one of us are not born with it. We're born with a clean slate. Every negative thought that has been put into your head right now has been put there by somebody else. And you're letting it dictate your life. Every single negative thought. And do not minimize what it is, nor minimize where it came from. 
So many of us, it's going to come from our parents. But for others, it's going to come from childhood relationships that we had. And our inability or unwillingness to address those stories and where they come from prevents us from moving past them. And so my challenge for you to begin this week is to look at yourself introspectively and say, what is that story that I've been telling myself? One thing, and you know what it is, you can think in your mind, you constantly tell yourself this when a problem comes up, you don't have confidence in this part of your life, and I want you to really think why. Why do I not have that? And I'm telling you most of the time it has nothing to do with past experiences or failures or true belief that you couldn't be better than what you are. But rather it's because it's easier to tell yourself a story, have an excuse, than to deal with yourself right now. So I want to give you permission to put away that excuse and tell yourself a different story this week. And you say, well, Patrick, that's, that's good in theory, okay? But how can I, in the moment, when a problem, when a circumstance We're going to talk about it when a happening happens in my life. How can I change my perspective on it to where it becomes productive? I I change the narrative and my life starts to shift. Well, the answer is by asking yourself this one question, when the problem happens. Are you ready for this? When the problem happens, when the happenings happen in your life, when the things that are going to force back on you, when the things that are going to push back on your life, you immediately ask this question, I've got it written down here. What do I need right now? What do I need right now? And by just innocently, just a circumstance, what you're going to do is the solution is going to form in front of you. What do I need right now in your next argument and the next time you lose a deal and the next time a client doesn't do what you need them to do when the next time someone says something negatively about you online? The next time a customer decides that they want to write a bad review, what do I need right now? And you promise you what you're not going to focus on is the problem because that's not what you need. What you need is a solution to it. And what you will do is begin to shift the way that your brain looks at those things that happen to you that push back on your purpose in life. What do I need right now? Let's say you're in an argument with your spouse and you just don't feel like this thing is going anywhere. What do you need? Do you really need to be right or do you need to feel like your opinion is justified, that it's heard? Stop for a second and ask yourself that question. When you lose a deal to a client, are you really upset with that client? Let's say they fired you. Are you really upset with them or are you just upset because you haven't been doing your job of bringing in business and you needed them to be there? Now you've put too much emphasis on that contract And right now you're taking it personally because you feel like they've hurt you. No, you've hurt yourself. And what you need right now is you need more contracts. You need more revenue. And so you're so focused on that, but you don't see there's a solution right in front of your eyes with what you need right now. This will begin to shift how you look at those things that happen to you. You'll be more solution-oriented rather than in your own head, compromising, having that conversation with yourself with that voice that has dictated who you are for far too many years now. The story that you've told yourself must change, and it changes immediately when you've asked this question, what do I actually need right now to move forward? It's a very powerful thing. 
The next excuse that people have, and I want you to put it away this week, all right, everyone? The next excuse has to do with time. You know, I, I, you hear this a lot when it comes to the gym. I don't have time to go to the gym. You know, I don't have time to fix my marriage because I'm so focused on work right now. I don't have time to do what I need to do at work because my marriage is falling apart and I've got four kids at home. I've got this going on. And so work is falling apart of me. I don't have time. I'm telling you folks, time is not the issue. It is your standards that are the issue. Standards are going to determine your ceiling in life. The saying goes, your floor determines your ceiling. Those things that you're willing to accept, you will get. And so what are your standards telling people about what you are, who you are? Ask yourself that. Do you, are you happy with yourself or are you happy with various aspects of your life? Take a tally today. And if you're not happy in a certain aspect of the relationship either you have with yourself, someone else, a company you work for or that you started, then you need to take that tally and address it. And you address it with the standards that you have and changing them. When you change your standards, something will become a part of your identity. And that is when real change happens. It doesn't happen once or twice. But as soon as something becomes a part of who you are, you will never let it go. You know, if you just become a part of your identity that you're a great husband or wife, man, I'll tell you, you'll do anything to fight for that identity. But does that happen overnight? Does that become a part of your identity? No, it takes maybe months of showing it and being a part of it. And all of a sudden you say, this is who I am. The story you've told yourself changes as we talked about because you got rid of the excuse that you just don't have enough time to do that. And you did that by just killing it off. By saying, hey, listen, I've got different standards than that right now. Raise the standard in your life, and you're going to raise the ceiling that you're able to accomplish. Just think about that, folks. It is not a matter of time. You're not running a $50 billion business. And if those that are can find the time, you don't have an excuse not to. If their marriages can work, so can yours. You just don't have the standards that they have. And that might hurt some people's feelings. You may say, hey, man, I've, I'm doing the best I can. No, you're not. You can do more. You just need to raise the standards and demand more out of yourself. Bear the cross that you can bear because it is far more than what you think you can. And so today what I would ask you is, hey, listen, what do you need to change what do you need to raise up in your life over the next 30 to 60 days to make it become a part of your identity? And once it's a part of who you are, once it's ingrained into who you are, you'll never let it go. But you got to get to that. It's got to become a part of what you do. Raise the standards and the excuses. Stop being excuses, okay, everyone? I mentioned this word earlier. One of the excuses that comes up that we got to get rid of is things are happening to you in your life that are preventing you from achieving that which you want to achieve, okay? Some people call them problems. Some who call them roadblocks or whatever you want to call them, but I call them happenings. This is from my good friend Patrick Fingles, a CEO of a company called Leap. See, problems most of the time are supposed to happen, everyone. You just think they're happening to you. And that's where you go ahead and create an identity around them. Let me give you an example. A good one is you're about to leave for work. You have a flat tire. A nail is in your tire. It's a problem to you. 
But let me ask you a question. Tires are made of rubber. Nails are sharp and made of, what, steel or metal, all right? Are are they going to go through a tire? Sure they are. It happens every single day, doesn't it? So is it not supposed to happen? Of course it is. It's just happening to you, so you're reacting differently to it. Things are going to happen every day that are supposed to. Roofs leak, all right? Tables break. Equipment doesn't work. It happens every single day. And so what we're doing is that we're attaching a story to that problem, and that is what is making it personal for us and unable to move on, and now we use it as an excuse because it's become personal to us. No, no, no. It's just happening, and it's happening to everyone. Problems are happening to all of us. It is the story that we attach to that problem that begins to form the identity that we have within ourselves, and we decide whether or not it's an excuse or it's an opportunity for us to do something more than what others are willing to do. Let me tell you something. When we started this company, one of the main reasons I wanted to do it is because I knew nobody else would. I knew nobody else was willing to get out there and put in the work that we were willing to put into it. And so some people would say, man, Patrick, you got a problem, man. You got a problem of being out there. You got a problem of having to film people all the time. And it's what a, what a real problem you have. Really? I look at it that what a great happening to me because I happen to be doing something. I happen to be doing what others are not willing to do. And the greatest times that you're going to be able to separate yourself from other people in your industry are when things happen to you. And those things are going to happen to other people. How will they react versus how you react? Will you stop? Will you bellyache? Will you sit there and, you know, moan about it? Or will you separate yourself further from the competition by doing things they're unwilling to do, by pressing forward, by asking that question, what do I need right now? Problems are not excuses because problems are happening to all of us. How you react and the story you tell yourself about that problem will determine your ceiling in life. And I hope you're starting to see how this all starts to come together here, right? Because the standards that you have when problems begin happening to you will determine the ceiling that you have and the story that you tell yourself surrounding them. Excuses are a facade, everybody. And it all comes back to how you tell yourself a story about what is going on right in front of you right now. I want to talk about this. You know, I got reminded of this a couple months ago. Excuses also begin to form when your goals are not big enough and when you put people around you who accept your own mediocrity. So if you tell your friends around you that you're going to go you know, buy a Lamborghini, you're going to go buy a Ferrari, and it doesn't happen, hey, man, that's okay. You're doing fine. I know you said you'd have it by 30, but you don't, and it's okay. You have other people around you that go, hey, man, you've done great. You've done this. I mean, look at what you did over here. And they give you excuses that you can tell yourself because they want to give you a pat on the back and the data boys, and they believe that by being nice to you that they're helping you. They're not. And so if there was a goal that you did not meet and you set for yourself, then you need to understand right now that it's not acceptable. Stop telling yourself that it is because that is what leads to true mediocrity. And it also leads to this. And I want you to hear this from me. 
when you set a goal for yourself and you don't achieve it, and then you tell yourself it's okay, what you've done is you've broken a promise to you, the most important person in your life. And so if somebody broke a promise to you over and over again, would you like that person? Would you want to be around them, hang out with them, go have a drink? Would you just want to, you know, would you just want to spend time with somebody who lies to you? No, nobody would. But yet that's exactly what you do to yourself and you wonder why you don't like you. You wonder why you accept that it's just enough or that you hang around people that aren't going to push you to be better because you don't even like yourself because what you do is you break promises to yourself showing momentum in your life and in the course of doing that, you don't like you anymore. And so, folks, your goals aren't big enough You're not attaching yourself to them in your identity. And then you hang out with people that provide you with excuses because their lives are mediocre. You deserve more. People are born to deserve more out of life than what they are getting. But you're listening to the voices inside your head that aren't even from you. And so step back. Make your goals bigger. Hold yourself accountable and then put people around you in your life that are going to hold you accountable. And if you don't have those people right now, then find them. But the first thing you can do is remove those who are not going to dream big enough for you. You deserve more. And the people around you and the dreams and the goals that you set for yourself are going to determine the ceiling that you have in your life. Folks, we're talking today about getting rid of excuses, and that's where I want to go here. I've got a last couple ones here for you to get your Monday started off on the right note, all right? <laughs> I want to do about this. One of the biggest excuses I hear from people is that their past transgressions that they've had in their life determine the success that they will have in their future. Your past does not determine who you can be. Your parents don't. Their divorce doesn't. Drug or alcohol use that you've had does not. How many times you've been fired or how many times life has decided to kick you down, take away your money, your wife, your kids, your husband, whatever it might be. The past does not determine your future. You can make a choice, and it is a choice today, to begin something new. And I would ask a lot of you, why not? Because if you're watching this on a Monday and you're feeling like, man, my life has been in a rut, you know why. You just have to make a choice to do something different today. And it's not easy. And that's a, that's a false narrative that we begin to tell ourselves. It should be easy. And it's not going to be, especially if you've been going down that road for a long time. So get that out of your head. But you have two kinds of uneasy that you can deal with. You can deal with the uneasy of staying where you're at right now, of no growth, of excuses, of looking in the rearview mirror. You can deal with that uneasy. How's that working out for you? Not well, right? You're not happy. You're not fulfilled. Or you can deal with the uneasiness of growth, of getting to someplace new in your life, of saying, I'm going to make a choice right now to be better than what I was. What does that mean? Listen, you have full control over most of the things in your life that are holding you back. Hell, you have full control over everything. And so if you're not doing what you need to do in the mornings, then get up earlier. You're not getting enough sleep, then go to bed earlier. You're not there in your marriage, then why don't you have a conversation with your wife or your husband? 
It's too hard. No, it's not. It's just a standard that you've set for yourself. And you've let this story and these, all these past transgressions determine who you are and how you feel about you. Why? Because you had divorce 10 years ago. You're afraid to get back out in the dating market because you've had three businesses that have failed. You're, fr- you're afraid to start the fourth. Because you've had 10 employees that have quit. You're afraid to hire the 11th one. Are there things that you need to change? Of course there are. But you cannot let the fear of what has happened in your past determine what your future can be. It is in the past. It is done and it is over with. So right now, I want to give you permission here, friend to friend, person to person, one-on-one. Put it behind you, man. Let that baggage go. You're carrying the groceries from your car all the way to the, the dining room table, man. Why don't you just put them down halfway there and give yourself a break? You don't have to sit there and strain trying to carry these heavy groceries through the door of life. You could just take a couple trips and just make it easier on yourself. Stop carrying the baggage of life everywhere you go. Let it go today. Man, I give you, just let it go. And say today forward is a new person, a new version of what I want to be. Not in everything, but in this thing right here, whatever this is going to be a new me right now. What do you got to lose? How's that old you working out for you right now? And the final couple things I want to tell you is that it's never going to be a lack of resources. That is your excuse. It's always going to be a lack of resourcefulness. I mean, if I told you right now that you needed to put your hands on $10,000 or your family member was going to die or something negative was going to happen, I'm telling you right, you could do it. You could find a way to make it work. You would because you'd have the motivation to make it happen. But you're in your own head. I, I, if, for so many of you, I want to give you this simple piece of advice, and it is very difficult, and it's very introspective, and it's tough. But I want you to step out of your own life and give yourself advice if you were to come to you. I know it sounds a little weird, but think about it in your car. If somebody came, if you came to you and asked for advice on what you need to do with your life, what would you tell yourself? You know what it is. Stop. You do know what it is, but you're afraid to tell yourself it because then you might have to hold yourself accountable. And this is one of the most difficult things to do is that you, be, you know what the problem is and you know what you would tell yourself if you came to you, but you don't want to say it right now. You don't want to say it out loud because then it'd be real. Then you'd really have to start to deal with it, right? So why don't you be your own friend, all right? It's because it's not a lack of resources. You're just not being resourceful enough. So be your own friend right now and tell yourself what you need to do. And you will begin to like yourself more. And when you like something, you trust something. And when you trust someone, it's someone you actually want to spend a little bit of time with. And a lot of you need to spend some more time with yourself. And the final thing I want to mention is this. The excuse of what hands you were dealt in life, you know, is something that, in my opinion, has got to be pushed to the side. We are all dealt a different hand every single day, but there are people with a 2-8 that are doing better than people that are dealt pocket aces every single day of their life. And so this excuse that, hey, listen, you know what? I wasn't born as smart. You know what? I only have one leg or I'm just not as gifted as what they are. 
I don't have as much money. We were just talking about resourcefulness. You just don't have the hand was not dealt to you like it was other people. No, that's not true. What it is is what you're doing with that hand. And if you really were to look at yourself, you want to get granular with this, what it is is you're not making choices with that hand that are giving you the best opportunity to win. Because unlike blackjack, life is not luck. Yes, is there some luck involved? Sure. But you have to make it for yourself. And fortunately, life allows for that. You will lose, especially if you've got a hand that isn't as good as the guy next to you. But if you play it right, you will win. And that's the great thing that we have right now. And here's another good thing, okay? I want to tell you this about the hand that you're dealt, all right, everybody? It is easier now to win than ever before. The amount of effort that it takes to win with the 2-8 over the pocket aces is less than it's ever been. People are willing to put in less and less work, meaning the little bit that you are willing to do, the little bit of self-development, the little bit of doing more than what others are, just getting up 30 minutes earlier, being consistent, answering your phone, doing little things right in life now separates you further than ever from those people who are not willing to. So stop using this hand that you're dealt as anything that is any more than an excuse and begin to ask yourself, what choices am I making that I'm going to make different today than I did yesterday to better deal with that which I have? Folks, excuses, they're holding you back from being everything that you could possibly be, but they're a facade. And so all the things that I'm telling you here, every little exercise, everything you can ask yourself, when you do them and you combine them together, what you're going to find is something magical begins to happen in how you look at you. You begin to actually care about yourself as much as you might care about somebody that you love. Meaning, man, maybe for once you could actually love the person that's staring back at you. And when you do that, when you love that person, you care about the future self. You care about what's going to happen to that person in five years. You keep promises to that person. And then you begin to build momentum in life. And that momentum pays dividends because you become somebody that has it as an identity, raising the standards of your life, reaching new ceilings, all because you're telling yourself a different story and you've used the exercises here to remove the excuses from your life. Go out there and do that today. Remove those excuses, reach another level, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a very special time for you in the week to come. Tell you what, if you like this content, all right, make sure you comment below, give it a like, and if you haven't subscribed, we do this every single Monday. We try to bring you something that's going to be positive for your life, something that's going to impact you in a way that's going to bring you momentum, that's going to bring you positive vibes if you want to look at it that way. But uh, we want to do that every single Monday here for you on the Patrick Carr Show. Please join us next Monday. We'd love to see you there. All right. Have a great week ahead, everybody.